Today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then hit up DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com to book a training session. We offer specialized sports training from football to track and field and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to get better off the ball, or you're an athlete wanting to improve your speed and agility, we have something for you over at DNA. Visit dnasportsdenver.com now now and sign up back for another one what's up dom not much man just enjoying life Back for another episode, and we got some special guests today. Dude, I'm super excited. We're sitting in a special place once again. Yeah. Shout out to my brother, AJ Gallegos, Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. Yes, sir. It's yes, where sir. we're at. It's where we're at. And then we got our boy, Zach Terrace with us. What up? What up? Yo, Coach Zach, also owner-operator, freaking uh. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> Flood Restoration. Uh, get up with Anytime Flood Restoration for all your flood mediation Needs, mold removal, all that good stuff, right? Yes, sir. I'm going Take off the top you. of the brain right now, so nah, I apologize if I butcher anything. You're killing it. <laughs> and last but not least, my man Jalen Witt, he's joining us. Um, fishing guide extraordinaire. Uh, Jalen, say what up, man. Introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? How are you doing? Man, what's the, uh, so, uh, what's the, the your, your guide service, the company or whatever? Um, the outfitter that I work for is a 5280 Angler. There we go. Sorry. I should be on top of that a little bit better, but my bad, my bad. What's up, everybody, though? We're glad, man, that you guys are here with us, man. We're just kicking back, enjoying the day. Um, special Friday night edition. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, hopefully you're having a good time, too. Um, just coming through, man. Same old same. Seeing what's new. Dom, what have you been up to, bro? No, nah, man. What about you? You just had a birthday that passed. Happy birthday to coach. You Only know? if someone's hopping out of cake, man. Um, no, dude, just about, uh, track and everything else, man. That's what I did on my birthday. I sat there and told everybody at work that I was going on a 40 hour bender. The coach's dream, huh? I, dude, I, I, I sold them. I said, a 40 hour bender. And it was a 40 hour bender of doing shit I enjoyed doing. So right. um, we went, you know, and did fishing with my pops, like an a- annual, you know, annual thing that we do, go fishing. Um, so I got to go do that on April Fools. Got to fool my mom pretty good on some stuff. And, yeah. Um, and then just coach, dude. That's what's up. <laughs> like, go fishing. Where'd you go fishing? Uh, we went up to Long Hagler up in um, up in uh, Perthen. Just did some just some lake fishing. Um, pops, uh, me and pops been going up there for since I was a kid. You be able to camp up there. You be able to do all kinds of fun stuff up there. But uh, it's kind of changed now, so it's just like day use only. So went up there. Didn't catch anything. Got a couple tugs, but it was a little slow kind of windy out um threw everything i had i i, I was being casting so i threw everything i had in my, my tally box out but not, not today or not that day and then uh we're gonna get you up to the jail i'm excited dude i've been hey that text message you sent was oh, yeah. yesterday yeah, yeah. you know i won't i won't say shit about it unless you don't want to say you know unless you want to say but that text message lit my my eyes up i was like dude I'm, that's gonna be that's gonna be lit. So get out on the river and see what's up. Private event, you know. If you if you got invited, if you got invited, then that was your invitation. But if not, then you can join the next one. Yo, I'll cut that shit if I need to cut that shit. <laughs> 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 but nah, for real though, with Jalen though, and and we'll get into to Jalen like more and more of the specifics later on. But 
Like, I, I, I can't wait to get out with it because, um, you know, having that, that, that class you had here at the shop, that was a great experience for me because I've never fly fished. Never in my life have I fly fished. And uh, my homie Matt blessed me with a fly rod, and so I'm ready to get it in, bro. So we'll, we'll definitely uh, definitely get out there. Uh, this is the time of year I love, man. Yeah, I ain't never fly fished. I'm just fly, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just me, baby. I ain't never fly fished. I'm just a fly motherfucker. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with me. Ain't nothing wrong with fly fishing being a fly at the same time. That's what's up, hey. Hey. Got to get me you know, out there. And it's crazy because, you know, and we'll get into fly fishing here in a little bit, but um, I always heard this, and I swear, I've always heard this from fishermen. Once you learn how to fly fish and then you, it finally it clicks and you get it. Yeah. You'll you'll never pick a spin cast rod up again. Really, and I'm at that point. Really, I, I just unless I'm taking my sons. Okay, I don't want nothing to do with it, man. And or, or ice fishing, obviously. Okay, I'm I've known you really? for years, bro. I've known you for years. <laughs> if they ain't biting, you can tell a little worm out there. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a switch house. Stop, dog. It's me. It's me. I mean, dude, easy, obviously, me being a a fly virgin, you know, it's easy for me to be like, nah, dude, I'll just go back to I'm a fly virgin, bro. I'm, so, I'm glad someone caught that <laughs> shit. Hey, I'll wait for Dom. Like, usually Dom's jumping off the top rope like this with that. You know what I mean? When, he, when, when it comes to uh, me putting myself in a pun. But, nah, um, you know, I, I think it's easy for me to be like, nah, I'll never give up spin casting. I think I, I don't – more so it's weird. Now that I got older, I don't care to, like, bait and sit there and, and let it sit. I like taking the lures out yeah. there and trying to right. trying to mimic things and trying to get, get things to hit off of that too. Like I like that aspect of, of fishing, and that's what intrigues me about fly fishing because it it seems a lot like okay, like you know, it, there's more work to get the fish. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of work, but going back to that bait stuff, there is nothing better I think than like sitting on the lake at Taylor Reservoir at Ice Off. With a big hook and a big piece of sucker meat. <laughs> big sinker. Drinking a few beers. <laughs> That's like the funny, the yeah. funnest experience ever. Yeah. If you guys haven't fished for like Mackinac or Lake Trout, like. I've caught Lake Trout off, before, but I've never fished for it's the, I, I, You know what? I want I kind of want to get into the whole, when I had that pike hooked up, but I don't. I don't want to talk too much about that. What I was using to catch that bad boy. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you know. I'm telling you, dude. Want to see your pole just bent sideways? Yeah, sitting there drinking a beer. Yeah, like it's in, in Colorado. So, yes. Anyways, you know what I mean. Like, so one time, uh, me and my my uh, ex father in law Manny. Shout out to Manny. I actually told you. I told you, Zach. He's real. Manny um, Fresh. <laughs> no, nah, but we went out to uh, we went out to. Um, what is it? A Gray Reef Reservoir out like, near Alcova. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, we're fishing the reservoir, but then we made, our, you know, I was walking down to the spillway back into the North Platte, and I was tossing lures, man, and I was catching trout like 20 inches and skinny, and I was throwing them back, dude, like, this is too small. I don't want to touch that. This is, and then uh, we ended up hooking into some, uh, some five-pound rainbows up there. No uh, me, wow. Manny, and then his, uh, his brother. Five pizzers. Dude, 24 Damn. inches, five pounds. And uh, one of them I landed on a, on a, on a freaking uh, ultralight fishing pole. So, like, the fucking fish, the tip was almost touching the bottom, dude, fucking fighting him for a good second, just kind of letting him tire out. And uh, it, was, it was some of the best fishing of my life, bro. And I shit you not, though, dude, we were throwing, we caught, God, we must have caught probably about, I don't know, 20 fish between the three of us in, in just the weekend. And um, long, skinny ones, man, just, just throwing them back. The bite was Pause. great, dude. 
Stupid. <laughs> Jesus. It's a family show, dude. Yeah, uh, nah, it ain't no family show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, dude. So, we could talk all that fishing, bro. I don't even care. Like, hey, but you didn't get nothing this, this last little... Uh, no, I didn't catch it. Dude. You know what, though? That's the bonus part, bro. That's why they call it uh, fishing and not catching. Yeah, yeah. No, I do for real. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Not guaranteed. Unless I, you go I, right here with Jalen. I, I uh, well, unless you go with Jalen, and I know that's true. I mean, it's never a guarantee when you go fishing, but I mean, we know the right people. You can hire your chances. But I'll tell you, my <laughs> that's what's up. Listen, I didn't catch shit on Saturday, but what I did do is have a great time with pops, and that's what fishing has taught me, and that's what I love about fishing now, and why I continue to teach my kids to fish. Right. It's that fucking, that love for just hanging out with quality time, doing shit that we enjoy doing. And yeah. I got to kick him with Pops. We called Mom up. April Fool's joked her, right. you know, and uh, just had a good ass time. Yeah. Had some lunch afterwards. What was the joke, yeah. bro? Yeah, you can't just lay in the cliffhanger like that. Like, come on, bro. You shouldn't have said it, and now Mom's going to be mad because he brought it up on the podcast. Let me guess. But go ahead and tell us what it was. It was the surround wrap to the face on the doorway. No, 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 no. So here's what he happened. did: the toilet seat. He surround wrapped the toilet seat up. That was some badass little kids, weren't you? Uh, I well, played the fifth. That was some badass little kids. Now, um, so I called my mom up, or I text. Actually, I text my girl. Oh, it was something stupid. I texted Sella, and I was like, <laughs> "Babe, I was like, babe, I already know her. You want to hear the joke? You want to hear the story? Yeah, but I know where it's going. Go ahead. Hey, so I texted Sella. I said, "Hey." Um, Pops got locked up, got arrested. Uh, I'm trying to get a hold of my trying mom. Trying to give her a heart attack. <laughs> and I was like, well, see, here's, right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I meant to get Isela. That's the, the primary target was Isela. I was going to be like, hey, my mom's not answering her phone. I'm texting her, blowing her up. My dad's been arrested. Um, I need her to come bail him out. And instead of, like, texting me back, oh, shit, no, no. She went to my mom and was like, Frida. Your son's texting you and calling you, and you got to call him. <laughs> so mom calls me, man. Mom calls me. She says, what's going on? And I'm like, uh, so pops got arrested. Um, we were chilling, fishing. Some dude, like, started, like, bumping into him and pushing him and trying to get him. And I kind of, like, broke him up, and then dude attacked pops, and he got arrested. <laughs> She's like, well, why did they take him to jail? I was like, well, they took, they took both of them, Mom. Like, it wasn't just him, right? And um, Mom should have said, why didn't you fight the motherfucker? Why didn't you go to jail? Well, here's why are you letting your pops out there fight some dude on the lake, bro? Listen, listen. Mom is sharp as a thumbtack, bro. She's always on point, right? I can't get mom on April Fool's. She's always yeah. on point. Like, and it's April Fool's Day. It's yeah. April 1st. Like, come on, Mom. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? She knew it. And I just I caught her slipping. And it wasn't my fault. It was Isela's fault because, you know, she went and yeah. I, I'm sorry. It was her fault. Uh, <laughs> she did what she was supposed to do. Yeah. She went and told my mom. I was supposed to trick her. She wasn't supposed to trick my mom. So. Well, your mom wouldn't have believed you if it came from you at least. So, you know what I mean? It would have probably been better if your dad called Isela and said, you went to jail. Then it would have been more believable. Man, listen. All right. Like, so, I went to jail. We were so, at McDonald's, right? So, and he forgot his wallet in the car. And he really wanted the number three. So, they gave him the number three. He ran out, tripped over the curb, got tackled by a McDonald's employee who was 16, and got locked up. <laughs> so, 
so anyway, long story short, um, she's like, well, tell me what's, you know, where's it at? What needs, what happened, you know? And so I told her, I'll text it to you. And because I can hear it in her voice. Uh, I can hear it in her voice. And I was like, I can't tell her. I can't tell her. So I text her, April Fools. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so I was waiting for the call back. And she didn't call me back. So I picked up the phone real quick. And it's like two, three minutes. And I call her back, Mom, did you get, I, um, we'll be right there. I, didn't, I, didn't, I was like, did you get my text message? And she looked and she goes, oh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I said, well, I'm so sorry. Oh, like, man. it was supposed to get Isella, but I got both you. Oh, man. Two birds, one stone. Hey. Two birds, one stone. Later on, I called her and told her we went to our favorite Mexican restaurant, the lovely me and Pops did. And, you know, sorry we didn't. April Fool's. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't sit home. <laughs> so, um, thankfully, what, yeah. see, what I figure I did is I put my mom back on her toes for April Fool's. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> nah, she, you didn't catch her slipping. She knew it was coming. Um, NCAA tournament the tournament just finished for both men's and women. Um, shout out to LSU. Shout out to uh, to <laughs> on over there. Shout out to LSU. Shout out to UConn. Um, national champs. Though. It was a great tournament though, man. I, I thought it was cool not to have any of like the blue bloods in there. Hey, UConn looked dominant, right? Does this, does this the mic pick up the whistle? Oh yeah, my kids have everything, bro. Oh yeah, you're good. Oh yeah, hey, we we up. Yeah, so UConn looked good, man. Can someone bring that up real quick? Can you bring that up real quick? The little hit him with the Mountain West, San Diego State. No, because Oh man. No, but I mean, it was cool that there wasn't none of the blue bloods in there. Like UConn, San Diego State, like you said, you know, Mount West representing. So, and then shout out to LSU. Uh, we got to talk about it though. What's your take on on uh, Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese? <laughs> What's your take on it? Let's talk about it. Um, I mean, I thought it was a lot of lot about nothing, bro. To be honest with you, I mean, I get it, um, but I don't know, dude. Like. There was a little. The, the the main difference was when you know when Caitlyn did it, she didn't do it to somebody's face, and when the other when when Reese she, did it, she did it kind of to her to her face in her direction, not necessarily to her face. And I and you know you don't see who's standing behind. Um, you don't see who's standing behind her either. So she might be doing it to somebody else. You know, do the gesture or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know, dude. Like it, it really wasn't much. I don't. It, it's it's sports, dude. Well, we tell our athletes all the time: perception is reality. But at the end of the day, it's a competition. You know what I'm saying? And this is no different from Jalen Ramsey standing across from you, you know, bumping his gums or Richard Sherman telling Crabtree he needs to hit the weight room. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same exact thing. They just need to leave this girl alone, man. She was carrying our, a chip on Zach her shoulder. Our number 52 after he lays you out doing the Tony Yayo. Ooh, <laughs> he originated That's the original. <laughs> you can't see me. Yeah, that like, wasn't you know, John Cena. Caitlin even came out and made a statement about it. Like, yeah, she did. Good. Yep, it's Caitlin was like, I would have did the same thing. It's, it's the media... Yep. Yep. That, you know, that, that stirs the pot. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, yeah. I, I, if you're competitive, you understand yeah. like, the, all of that, bro. You, you know, know how much like, shit like, talking happened on the line and yeah, happening, exactly. you know, in, in all sports, dude. Like, like I said, it was. I, don't, I think it was much to do about nothing, really. Like, I, I think it's more hype than anything, bro. And you know, it's unfortunate because it took away from a great, uh, great women's season, women's mm -hmm. tournament. 
I mean, that was like the first time in I don't know how long that UConn went in the Final Four. And, uh, you know, it was great, man. It was great to have some new, some new blood in there. You know what I mean? Iowa hadn't won it in, in a number of years, and, and LSU had never been there. So to see them get to the, to the final and win it, you know, big ups to them. And then on the men's side, bro, I thought, you know, UConn was dominant all the way through. If you look at the numbers, UConn was like double-digit every game they won by double digits. Like they were dominant all the way through, and that held through through the end. Um, but I think, you know, it, it was good. It was refreshing not seeing the Blue Bloods in there, but it was also it was, it was, it was on a marketing aspect. That's what they make their money off of, right? They don't. They, they don't know some of these unknown smaller mid-market teams. They don't know Florida Atlantic, right? They don't know San Diego State. Um, so that's kind of a bummer on the marketing side, but I thought it was great. Them, them Aztec jerseys are dope. The black ones yeah, with the red writing. Yo, hey, any, anytime there's not a number one or number two playing, bro, I'm excited, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of the Somebody explain to me the cowboy hat with the Aztecs, though. What's that all about? I don't know. Did you guys see that? Like, uh, where am I tripping? The Aztecs fans were wearing, like, the huge, like... Look like is it a sombrero? It looked like a sombrero. So I mean, like, maybe they're just appropriating culture, bro. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, wait, wait. That's in San Diego, are you sure it wasn't no surfer hat? No, it was, it was You know what? Uh, yeah. yeah, this was like it's a true. I don't know. I, I, was just, I was curious if you got anybody the story behind that. Maybe they're from right there, little Aztec Park, also known as Columbus Park. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm curious. To, I'm curious to hear Jalen's take on, on Angel Reese and Caitlin. You know, it looked like you were gonna say some, and and out of just you're perfect right there. So you good. Well, my like my take on it is like uh, you know playing sports my whole life. Like, I mean, I love that stuff. Of course, like throwing up a gesture at the end of the game after you won, like. You better throw up a gesture, but, you know, uh, we're going to see what the future holds. You better carry through with that because, like, you can't throw up a gesture one game and then, like, you know, next game come out, you know, yeah. do something or, you know, you're sad and you quit or do something where we can uh, turn back on you and be like, yo, that's just that's just wrong because then yeah. I'm going to be looking at you like you should have never thrown that up, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, that's what happens. You put out that whatever energy you put out there, right, you're going to get it coming back to you. So, like, you know, I don't, I don't know, dude, like – like I said, man, we used to we used to talk so much crap just in practice, and in, it, I think that's part of the game, dude. Like that's part of the territory. They never seen us practicing against each other, dude. Bro. For real, for like, <laughs> you ain't there for that, AJ? I have not. No. Yeah, our lineman cohort goes crazy over there. So when we when when COVID hit, we got stuck. Um, like obviously, we lost our our fall season. It got pushed back to spring, and. Um, we had to we had to practice apart from each other. So like we had cohorts, and so the easiest co way to do it is put linemen sized people in the D line O line cohort, and then you have like your skills cohort. So dude, we we get it live. I was actually talking to uh, to some of the kids at practice the other day, bringing that up about how we we finished we finished our practice. We do everything we need to do. We get good work in. We had always had good numbers. Our guys were always busting their ass, and uh, at the end of the game, we reward them. At the end of the day, we'd have a big ass football game. I know what you mean. Dom get going. Yep, and we always Dom get smoked on the field. Nah, don't cap. Smoked You're live on, on air, field. bro. Don't cap 4K. <laughs> we we would take it all the time. Hey, any of you guys familiar with the rap game? The show, the rap game on VH1 with Jermaine Dupri. Uh, uh no. So shout out to Flage. She's plays for LSU. Her pops used to be a rapper in Atlanta. She oh, was on the it. rap game. Jermaine Dupri has a show where a bunch of kids they compete to earn a rap contract yeah, yeah. and she was on it years back oh, okay. and she was on America's Got Talent and everything and now she's balling bro Girl, is she she's playing basketball now yeah she's talented That's freshman tight. bro just won a national championship so shout out to her that's tight real sick 
That's tight. Um, any of you guys catch WrestleMania or anything? Oh, I did. I watched it all day. Did you? On Saturday, yeah. I got stuck in it. I ended up watching it. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's up with that. That's just being extra. That's what you call being extra. <laughs> That's the Aztec. Is that, who is that? Is that yeah, Chuck? Yeah, San Diego State. Yeah. So it's one of the commentators having this big ass red. Well, I've seen a few people wearing them. That's what really? I don't know, dude. We'd have to look into that. Yeah. Anyway. I think they're just something, you know, people make them for like any type of game. Because yeah. you go to a Broncos game, people going to have them. Yeah. You go to a Raiders yeah. game, you, who knows what they're going to have. We're not going to have a Cowboys. <laughs> nah, we might have some shoulder pads with spikes on them. Uh, <laughs> you know, but we ain't going to wear no, we ain't we wear no Cowboys. Hey, I forget we got a Cowboy fan in the building, man. Do you a Cowboys fan? Oh, I'm a Raider. Yeah, I'm a Raiders fan. Oh, you're a Raiders fan. Even worse. Nah. (laughs) You must be from from Cali then, right? No way. Exactly. Uh, No way. That's a normal Raider fan (laughs) right there, brother. You a Bronco fan? Bronco fan all day. Oh, all right. Cool. Let's go. He's the only one that's not from Cali that's a Raider fan. I've only lived in California for a little bit. Oh, you know. I mean, I'm a Dolphin fan, bro. I grew up a Dolphin fan, too. Well, you're from Miami? No, I'm from okay. here. Right, I'm from here. Just, I can tell you the day it stopped with me and the Broncos, dude. Shit. See, it never started with me. I'm not a father. Well, I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? I was a kid. I, I like things because I like things. There's no rule book, so you got to be that because your dad said or because you're from there. No, I like what I like, homie. Yeah, that's just, it is what it is. I'm a leader. I set trends. Hey, 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 if you're loyal, that's fine. You know what I mean? I, I get I'm, it. If you're loyal, that's cool. I ain't no problem with Yeah, that. I never hopped in. But I'm a true believer in representing where you're from. I'm a true oh, I love the Nuggets. I love the Avalanche. I'm a true believer in exactly. loyalty. Loyalty comes before a lot of things in life. Yeah. So you know what? If you're loyal, you're loyal. And I respect that. Yo. Unfortunately... I'm trying you to know. tag you here in uh in Instagram. How do we uh just press tag? Just tag it, bro. Yeah, you got you, me. This dude, <laughs> Zach is the <laughs> oldest, the oldest young, young dude, dude I know. know oh, yeah, young. He's I mean, tag. but you're younger than me. He's oh no, I'm 36, bro. And thriving. 36 and thriving. Hey, did y'all hear Frank about? Frank always says he's five five, brown eyes and thick thighs. <laughs> Your boy, bro. <laughs> I, can't, I don't know how to tag people. You have to Yo, ask individuals to join if you want. Did you hear about uh, WWE and UFC? Join them. You know they did, bro. That's crazy, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. rich gets richer. You know what I'm saying? Like Vince Dude. McMahon, Dana White. Dude. Bro, they're just getting richer. And it's sports entertainment. I don't like that at all, bro, to be honest. Financial collective. It's it's still going to be their separate entities, but they're going to be financially It's it's the parent company of UFC, and I think they're called Endeavor. They bought the WWE. So like, and so he's gonna put the two together. He's like merging the two ideas. Like not, they're not combining them or nothing like that. But the entity that they're starting, so they create. He's putting them together to create an entertainment company, and that like they're making one whole company kind of conglomerate kind of thing. You know why I heard they did it is because at next year's WrestleMania, Dana White is actually gonna fight his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, you know what I'm saying? Yo. The only dude I know get away with it. Oh. Athletes would have been kicked out. You know I, what I mean? I Athletes Turner. would have been suspended. Hey, I turn her in hell right now. Like, what the fuck? How did he get away with it? Bro, Ray Rice. That's horrible. That's yeah, go ahead, man. You good? You know, you this is a behind the scenes. You know, it's it's whatever. I mean, make sure you. No, maybe don't tag us. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, maybe don't tag us. Nah, but we good. You live. Um, don't tag you or tag you. You can tag it. You tag individual uh, pages. Don't tag the DNA one. Well, you said no. It'll be on there either way. Why not the DNA one? 
Because I don't want to put my DNA on you. <laughs> oh, you and wow. today, Yikes. Bro. That's number four. Uh, will not tag. Yeah. yeah I, I think, think I, officially to. after that, that many, you're part of the, the legitimate Anyway, that, uh, <laughs> that conglomerate of the UFC and the WWE, um, $21.4 billion, bro. Jeez. This evaluation of it. Yeah. Uh, UFC was, what, 12.1, and then the WWE was valued at uh, I made the count that penny to that game. I just said Dude. Dude. That's crazy. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, our, our bank account is probably like value at a penny. Yeah. <laughs> He's a, I'm a penny in there. <laughs> I'm a penny in there, bro. I'm balling. Bro. And this is this is fact, bro. So do you know how long it would take you to count to a billion? Like if you sat here and just counted to a billion, it would take like 300 years. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it's like two lifetimes, two or three lifetimes. To sit here and count one, just yeah. Two. No, I don't think it's a billion. I think it's a million. Is that no, no, a million is like somebody tried to do that. crazy. It's like yeah. a billion is like yeah. It's like it could be like a hundred to three hundred. I can't remember. Yeah. I, don't, I say don't if you start me. today you and then just let right us know now. how long. Yeah. <laughs> I think you give up after like. He said, fuck this at 1500 He said, 78. I was giving him credit. I said, 45. I said, fuck this at 45. I mean, it really depends on, like, how dedicated you are to something so fucking stupid. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. somebody that really fuck trying it. to, like, break a record. Like, he hey, said, record. how dedicated you are to something so fucking Yo, stupid. People, this dude sat in his apartment That's for, for like, a month. No. And, like, he did, he, he did, like, eight hours a day. You know, went to bed, had lunch, dinner, had three courses. Like just count had continuously, and just con- he he tried to break a record. What Some guy fuck? has a record. You can look it up in the Guinness. That book. motherfucker's a liar. Yeah, but like he stopped at some point. I mean, he had people monitoring him. Really? Yes. Yeah, they better start counting my trout because that's about how many fish. Jay, I you gonna be out there on the river oh. talking about 45, 46, yeah. 47, 48. <laughs> 49 I'm fucking 48 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get that bike Hey, hey uh-huh. this little, You can't get off that speed <laughs> Hey Hey Fuck you Hey Left shoulder I told you <laughs> Hey I told you it's in me though. Like he's shooting a jump shot Hey I told you You know what I told you I was a fisherman bro Left shoulder Boom It wasn't middle It was here Alright man You already know I can tell you how to bring them motherfuckers on shore boy You know what I mean Or in the boat Either way Fuck, I, I can do. tell he fucking missed that bite with that set. Well, no, you see that? Hey, you see me setting that hook? Fuck up the count though. I had the count all wrong after I set the hook. I was like, oh, uh, 49, 49. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the worst feeling, bro. No, at you, one point when you, you set the hook so hard, it felt like two fish. You were well, like, I catch no. big fish, Jalen. I catch big fish. True. See, my bad. Listen, when I'm casting in my imagination, it's big fish. Well, <laughs> you know what the biggest misconception is too? Is it's it's. Setting the hook, and I went, yeah. when I went with Jalen, bro. We went fly say size bro. matters, and you know, like I said, I've been fishing my whole life, bro. With you know, worm split shot on the river, a lot of different techniques. Corn. <laughs> we love hey, that. <laughs> He's out there with the we love it. Hey, no, right? like, yeah. listen, listen though, like I was like, I was setting the hook every time I'd get a bite, and he was like, "Dude, you're setting too hard." I'm like, "Bro." I'm barely pulling and to hit like yeah. fly fishing, it's all risk, bro. It's yeah. quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't even necessarily say it's all wrist. I mean, it's kind of like the whole arm. That fly rod is just extension of your arm. Huh. You know, really, those fish 
are swimming upstream. So, you know, if you're putting using the force of that fish swimming upstream with that bobber already going downstream with the water, and you just touch that and just hit that force hook. Force itself. And yeah, just learn. let that hook yeah. go into their mouth and let that fish run. Nice. Let me tell you guys a quick story real quick, and then we'll get back into the other topic. But when I went fly fishing with Jay, it like this – I was, like, standing, like, a few degrees off, bro. Like, this fool was like, hey, turn your hips to the left, like, 15 degrees. I was like, what? And I didn't understand it. So, half step. So, I would turn my hips, and the next thing you know, I'm on. I'm like, what? We're fishing, right? And and we're doing nymphing. That's what he does. He's a a nymph fly fisherman. I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm casting upstream, you know, letting my flies come down. And he's about, you know, what are you about, you know, eight feet in front of me. And he was like, hey cast right here and i'm like what right here he's like cast right here when i tell you to set set because you're gonna have a fish on there and i was like well how do you know i'm gonna have a fish he's like just trust me dude so i cast up next thing you know i'm you know i'm fishing down fishing down he goes set so i pull back and sure enough <laughs> i got a fish on there and i'm dude. like dude and he was like yeah we're like just in their feeding grounds like it was 50 50 shot that they were gonna bite right but the just way that this guy has his rig set up like this guy's so good, and I'm not going to, I don't want to make this head bigger, his head bigger than it already is, but seriously, this guy was so good that he knew that, like, there was going to be a fish that was going to take my fly. Oh. And that's what it was, dude. Like, the flies are coming right in their face, and right, they're going right, to bite, right. and that's what they did, bro. Like, I was like, dude. Right, and, I mean, I got something to extend on that. It's just, like, the number one thing when you're out there nymphing is the style of fishing me and AJ were doing last time we were out is... What you is, know, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. What is nymphing? Nymphing, pretty much just your your bugs underwater. Okay, okay. You know, your heavier bugs and... Um, Versus something that floats on the top. Right, I mean, you okay. got dry flies, hoppers, streamers, you got your nymphs. Okay. Um, you know, you got your emergers and stuff like that, but, you know, with those uh, nymphs, you know, when you're nymphing, you're just trying to, uh, com- you know, accomplish that dead drift. Okay. So the problem is, is when you're uh, accomplishing that dead drift and you have a bobber on, you're dead drifting flies perfectly, and you're making men's perfectly for those flies to move. So when the fish hits it, right, you're already late because he already took it in. So then now you're waiting for that line to pull your indicator. Right. Well, if I'm fishing a dead drift and I got slack in my line, you know, he's already swimming with it, and I still got slack to wait for, you know. Yeah. So when you're in the column and you know where that fish is already going to hit anyways, you know, you're casting one, two, three, out of the hole. Because you, you know he's su- he's sucking that in, and, and yeah, I and mean, you're letting the the, right. the drift set it, set the hook itself. Yeah, exactly. You know. You know what that's like? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that like? That? <laughs> what is that like? No, you do. I, you know, you do. <laughs> Dude. Um, no, that's that's what's that's what's dope, man. It's like it's different than, and that's what what what, what you know. I've always like just thrown like. You know, like you said, split shot in a worm, you know, maybe a, a little small, you know, lure or something in the river. I've never got a chance to go in there and, and kind of fish it like that. Get, and, and the fact that you know, like, what this river, where, where these fish are at, what, where they eat or how they eat, how they attack, and, and, and bring that to the guide, I bet that's uh, is conducive for a lot of catching. Right. You got to do what works sometimes, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is I mean, that works. People get it twisted all the time. Like, people are like, oh, man, you know, I go, I went to fly fishing. Now I won't go back spin fishing. I'll tell you, uh, doing both of them, I learned yeah, I'm things. not going to name any names or anything. Yeah, right, yeah. I mean, but I still to this day, I spin fish in a river with a, a live worm. Like, if there's any river 
that it's legal to throw a worm in, yeah. and they got big fish. Oh, yeah. There's not a ton of them, yeah, but the ones right. that you could throw a worm and dead drift a worm across the riffle, forget about you're it. You're guaranteed to yeah. catch the biggest fish. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, anyone that says that's wrong and says that, oh, that. I'll take a, I'll take a fly rod uh, to, or I'll take a spin rod to the river, and you know, uh, or sorry, I got that twisted. If someone says, I'm going to take a fly rod to the river and I'm going to beat you out on a spin rod and I can fish live bait in that area, I'm going to go ahead and hit him with that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, just the fact the, the holes you can reach and the drifts you can make and the, the weight I could put on and I can just so sensitive on, you know, the rod. Yeah, you could fish flies all you want, but nothing's going to, you know, that life sent, you know? Well, hell, I'm not even, I'm not even worried about having that debate because as long as I'm fishing, I don't, I don't give a shit, bro. Like, as long as I'm fishing, AJ over here providing feedback. Boy. Yo, it sounds like what you put in the game, you get out of it, right? Jalen sounds like a man who's, who's obviously fished for years. He's studied everything that, there is to fishing because I'm just listening to you talk, bro, and like the little intricacies of what you're saying, like makes me feel like I could get get out there and, and catch something just like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, no problem. And if you went out fishing with us, I mean, I probably 10, 15 minutes, I'm gonna have you on a fish. Yeah. You know, just depending on time of year and what's going on. But like right now, especially in the spring, the water's bumping up. You know, the fish are starting to get happy, cruise up into the riffles in the warm parts of the day. I mean, they're eating bugs, eating dries, you know, yeah. eating little uh, dry dropper setups, you know, hopper dropper setups. You know, they're not necessarily eating that hopper too much, but, you know, if uh, you throw that hopper, you know, something's going to come up and check it out, might pop it, but it's just also easy to see when you're running a second fly behind it, yeah. whether it's a dry fly or any type of nymph, you know. Man, look, spin cast or fly, it's fishing, bro. Yeah. It's fucking fishing. And right. a good day, a, a bad day fishing. It's always going to be better than a good day at work any day, bro. So. Yeah, no, I feel bad, man. I kind of want to take my word back. Like, I don't no, know, you can't I, take your words right? back. I don't want to say that I, I'll never spin cast, but no. like fly fishing has captivated it's, me. It's, 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 Zach was right. <laughs> you know him, bro. You've already said it like no, five no, times, I'm gonna, bro. I'm going to tell a little story about Zach because I'm going to put him on blast about this Yeah, one. do it. So we, we went up to the cabin. You know, hold on, but before you do, hold on. Just before, just before you do, okay? Okay. Just um, to go on Alby's thing, there's a quote. If you teach a man to fish, he'll. Or if you sh if you teach fuck, a kid, no, 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 hold on. If if you teach it, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for oh, a day. You go, you if go. you teach a man to fish, he'll call in for work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. We should make sure. I was late for it. Oh, there is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think that's a joke that like, people? Uh, Go ahead and you say they'll no, call into work, but I mean, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen Why would you call not call work. I've seen oh, people yeah. miss school. I've seen people miss flights. Like, oh, this fishing too good. I'm just going to make it home late. The wife won't care. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yo, I ain't got a wife, so ain't going to matter to me. Yo, Let's shout go. out to my cousin, Seth, bro. He fucking, he's used all of his sick days to fish, and now when he's really sick, he has to, <laughs> he has to power <laughs> through it. So, yeah, <laughs> I see you out there, player. I feel you. I know what time it is. <laughs> that man got to power through that. Uh, ain't no getting sick now. You must have been sick fishing. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, but go ahead, hey, AJ. My bad, hey. bro. My bad. Hold on. Can AJ finish his stories and put me on blast? I was just going to say, like, 
Um, these days, you can just call Mental Health Day, bro, and go fishing. Yeah, no, you, you know just say you, hey, these That's days you say you got a fever and you're good to go for about a week and a half, paid vacation. Sorry uh, to cut you off, Asia. Are you gonna want to finish that? Yeah, what's the bro? story? You know, hey. We're waiting for all, for all y'all. I'm sorry, on there. I had to throw my joke in let there. Me, let me throw this out there real quick for all y'all on the live feed over there on, on Instagram or whatever yeah. you're on. Make sure you go to dnasportsdenver.com. That's right. Go check out the website. Sign your kids up. That's right. All right. This is a special edition, coaches edition. All right. But make sure you sign your kids up for some training. Sign them up. Hey, go get some merch. Follow the podcast. Whatever you got to do, just make sure you're doing that. Because while we're kicking it here, having a good time, and we live uh, on the on the uh, on the social media, I want to make sure that we making sure we doing what we need to do to, to spread the word. Um, and, and now's a perfect time, just real quick, to also follow Play Harder podcast. By your boy right here Let's is actually, plug it. you know what I mean? Plug, plug it. it in. Plug. Play harder podcast. We got him. We got him rolling. Today. Well, see, we got rolling in such a um, such a joyous way. I, like I want to, I want to make sure you guys plug everything. Okay, so not just only what we got going on, and for, you know, with our podcast and. But like plug, you know, plug your your businesses. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to make sure people know, like, hey, it's, it's love here. You know what I mean? Tell a friend to tell a friend. Always. Yeah. Thanks for having us, man. You know, it's all love. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, what's that? No, no, my, my fault. I was actually on the live. Really. Oh, okay. Just making sure everybody could hear us. But yeah, for real. Like, make sure, make sure we. Uh, I don't know. Our, me and Dom, when we put this kind of together, having fun with it. Like, one thing we 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 were it was important to us is making sure that we were involving our you know our community, right? Yeah. People that we work with, that we break bread with, and, and 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 you know, support. <laughs> what's up, Nuz? <laughs> Stupid uh, over there, so. but no, for real, like just no, making real. sure the homies that. <laughs> I mean, for real, where we're from. we yeah. service everywhere. You, no, you, no, you you absolutely right, dude. Yeah. And like you know, the north side, the west side, you know, nah. those neighborhoods. Are yeah. di- nah, listen, <laughs> <laughs> them neighborhoods are different, bro. The nah, neighborhoods nah, are different nah, now. Nah, it's all love. Neighborhoods the Highlands, now. you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. Fuck the Highlands. Hey, <laughs> you know why that's called the Highlands for real though? Uh, Does anybody know why that that, that neighborhood's considered the Highlands? All right, we about to fucking educate. We educate. Hey, I was expecting everybody from the north side to know. This is what I've been told, right? This I don't want to hear told. it. I, I don't want to hear it. For years, I haven't wanted to. I'm still not going to. This is what I've been told. So <laughs> that, Bob, <laughs> if you think about the neighborhood, the neighborhood's always been called Highlands. How dare you? Potter Highlands. From like the old Edgewater days, right? It's because yeah, that area. Highlands, exactly. Potter Highlands. Yeah, yeah. Potter Highlands. You go to 32nd and Tennyson, where the Highlands start, and right there is the highest elevation in the city limits of Denver. What is like, it? Fifty two eighty, bitch. God damn! <laughs> don't act like you don't know. That's where fifty two eighty. Did you see the village eighty eight in Thornton? That's the. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the high. He's the extra point out of this. You guys all know about those. You are. He's like you guys all know about the village eighty eight or the village pub right there on ninety second and here on. <laughs> Is that that? I see. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not familiar because I, I was a north side north sider. I wasn't like a, a Thornton north sider, <laughs> North Glen north sider, North Glen North Glen. He's on in. He's on in. He's on in. Oh shit! Dude. <laughs> no man. I mean, I grew up on 33rd and Shoshone, bro. I moved over to like 50th and low in high school, but that neighborhood's fucking different. I couldn't afford to live there if I wanted to, bro. It's it's wild how that shit's changed. Like right now, like if I want to go buy a house over there, I couldn't afford to buy a house. But it's kind of wild. Like uh, when we lived on 50th, the house 
like two houses over from us sold big lot. They knocked it down, built like three little fucking mini McMansions on the property. It's a decent sized property. Uh, they sold that house for seven hundred something like that. This is back in like two thousand. Did you say McMansion? Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or was it just me? A little <laughs> fucking McMansion, bro. And so it's not quite a mansion. It's like a mini McMansion, bro. Right? Like a McNugget ain't a full chicken breast, goddammit. Right? But it's a fucking McNugget, okay? It's that. a fucking McMansion. Don't question like, it. Damn, this shit is going through pretty clean. I gotta explain that shit. I gotta explain that shit. I gotta explain that shit. I just wanted to make sure. I was like, Anywho, they built like three houses, bro. Sold each of them for 900. Fucking 2.7 million for the property that they made right there after, you know, 2 million profit. It's wild. Like, so. I don't know. Neighborhoods change. I love it, though. I still coach there. I still fucking visit there. I just don't live there. <laughs> fucking, I'm on the outskirts. I'm a, I'm a, a Thorteño or a North Glenio. What do you call that shit? A Thorteño. Yeah, I'm a, I am a Thornton, bro. I haven't heard that one yet. That's a good one. Hey, we starting shit up here, Let me bro. get the Thorteño mother. <laughs> hey, you right there with the Northside Burger? Oh, you're so stupid. Yo, so we already got a guy on it, bro. Springtime fishing. You know, it's here. Spring is here. For a lot of people, this is where fishing really picks up. If you're Jalen, you've already been fucking in, into it already for a long time. Uh, through the winter where you can. I mean, diehards. Um, an ice fisherman, you know what I mean? But for a lot of people, like the average Joe, this is the time they go fishing. You know what I'm saying? Springtime, summertime. So um, what, what's this season kind of do for you fellas? Because I know for me personally, it's that my birthday is always like the first big fishing trip me and Pops used to go on. And so it always gets me juiced up when that, when that time of year comes around. I mean, uh, this time of year obviously starts spring, so the rivers are getting ready to bump. So, you know, actually, I take a, a couple weeks off just to fish for myself before I start uh, May. I'll start taking clients. Once I start taking clients, May to November, it's a wrap, mm. you know. And, you know, I, I do get some fishing in for myself. I'll be checking out areas, but most of the time, you know, yeah. I'm just cruising. Uh, a lot of people, you know, get off the water and fish for their self. Like, I'm just too tired, so yeah. I'll just cruise back. But, you know... Uh, I take a lot of time off in the winter as well. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to the season starting. I love the summer. The sun comes out early. I'm an early riser. So, uh, you know, I love getting out of the house and uh, letting my day start before the sun even cruises, you know. But other other than that, you know, do some camping. Yeah. Uh, Once it gets too hot, I'll be waiting for that cold to come back. Yeah, for sure. Once I caught too many fish. I'll be trying to shoot the birds again. I don't know. You can do that. Catch uh, too many fish. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> nah. Nah. Oh, yep. Springtime is honestly some of the best fishing in the game just because the ice comes off and that's when the yep. big ones roam. Yep. And um, Wait you know, for shit to fall off. Yeah, you know, the ice comes off the shore. The big fish are, 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 are around, bro. Yeah. Like, that's it. some of the <clears> best <throat> fishing is in the spring. So, I'm yeah. excited. We're going to get you out there, dog. Yeah. You got to hey, get I'm your down. fishing license, bro. I'm down. I think you can like, get you a day license, dude. Not even just come out there and have a beer, bro. Yeah. And I'll here, come here, real this. You know, in. and this is this is the real truth. I know everybody, any every fisherman here, like you guys are all fishermen. I am. You guys understand that, like fishing is like it really like like on some real shit. <laughs> fishing is therapy. Yeah, it's a man's therapy. Like you know, a lot of guys have golf, yep. working out. 
Well, that's why I was saying But fishing, getting on the water, is just does something to Whether you catch a fish or not, it's just getting on the water. Dude, just being away. Well, that's what I said earlier about the mental health day, bro. It's like, literally, I'll take a mental health day and go fucking fishing because I can sit there, work some shit out in my head, you know what I mean? Cast lure. It's a struggle trying to catch shit sometimes. Like, you're battling with the elements, whatever. Like, it's it's a great time, bro. It's it's a great time. And once you learn how to catch fish... That's Which AJ's yet that, to learn yet. That, but. That's the icing on the cake. <laughs> it really is. It's the icing on the cake. Yeah, right, true, like, true. Because, like... That's all know, a bonus, bro. You know really what I mean? Is. Like, you're you're out there enjoying life, yeah. getting a break, and then you, you yeah. actually trick a fish into thinking that it's a smothered Mexican hamburger. Jesus I know. I know, right? It's, Maybe it's I don't get oh, You know what? Don't, like, hey, I didn't get to tell that story about this guy, man. Oh, yeah, no, we've been waiting. We've waited like five years for that shit. So let me tell you guys a little story. So you know, <laughs> that's pretty new to fly fishing. As viewers, am I, you if know? you can see the intent look, the tense right. look that AJ's giving Zach right now, he's telling the story. This is hilarious. You know dude. it's cracking. So like you know, my dad. Shout out to my dad. You know my pops, hard worker. Bought a property in southern Colorado in Antonito, in between Antonito and Chama on the Conejos River. A lot of people don't know about the Conejos River, man, and I don't want to speak on, uh, too much on the Conejos right now. But anyway, don't sleep Conejos on it. Do not sleep is, on it. Is a great, great river. So what, you know, I I really dove into fly fishing a few years ago when my dad bought the cabin, and you know, haven't really looked back. Um, but I took Zach and Cesar last spring. Where we went last summer? Last summer, and you know, to get Zach on a fly rod and. I mean, we spent like four days up there, had a blast. We finally, you know, we connected on a few small fish, nothing crazy, but we went up to Trujillo Meadows Reservoir, and we start fly fishing there. We go down, so the tailwaters of Trujillo Meadows, you have the Los Pinos Creek, and it's like a little, it's a little paradise out there in Southern Colorado. A lot of people don't know about it. So a lot of, you know, quite a few fly, not quite a few, but, you know, half of the fly fishermen there dry flying, um, you know, we just, man, we fished there for, what, about two, three hours and just didn't have any luck. Well, next thing you know, <laughs> I see Seth's coming back, and he's laughing. He's like, man, Zach finally connected on one. And I'm like, what? You know, we got skunked the whole trip. I'm like, how does this guy, first time fishing, fly fishing, connect on a fish? And Zach comes up with this big-ass smile. He's laughing. I'm like, oh, man, what did this guy do? And mind you, we're fly fishing, bro, so we don't have no spin cast rod. This guy... <laughs> He got like something like a parachute mm-hmm. or a blue wing. Yes. Cuts a little piece of worm off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Puts it on the tip of it. Cast it out. First cast. <laughs> little brown trout he catches, bro. <laughs> We're fishing all day, not catching anything. This guy puts a little piece of night crawler. <laughs> no, tell me oh, where did he get where did he get the night crawler from? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Well, because we, you had we had because Seth bought. He brought like power bait because we were gonna yeah. fish the reservoir with just gotcha. you know, drinking beers yeah, and having, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. So Seth had a little bundle. I this guy must have had a few night crawlers hey, in his back pocket. Hey, my man over here. I was like, like, yeah, that's why I was like, dude, where did you even get that worm from? Hey, bro? that's Zach Bonds, bro. Fucking, he was so frustrated. He's like, I'm catching a fish, and I don't care what. It, it was like day three. We hadn't caught nothing real big. He's like, I'm catching a fish. Hey, that's, I, I had to do what I had to do, you know. Like, that's Barry Bonds did, over there juicing we up. End, we didn't end it with a skunk day, and you know, we, we didn't <laughs> want to tell us cheating and shit. You know what, like, on some real shit, though, man, like, um, since, like, I really got into, like I said, heavy in this fly. I think this last year, last year I struggled at my cabin at the Conejos, dude. I really did. I struggled a lot, um, you know, trying different techniques and whatever, you know, indicator, gear on nymphing, dry fly fishing, trying to, you know, figure out what's best. But um, I'm really excited for the things that I've learned this last year in the in the winter because I put, like, here in the barbershop. Yeah. 
when I'm not busy with cuts, I'm watching YouTube, dude. Or I'm watching this book by, you know, Tom Rosenberg. I'm reading this book and trying to learn things. And so just the last few weeks of just even coming up to this early spring, going back to that early spring fishing, you know, I went out to the Eagle the other day, had a fabulous day, frying pan. Like, and I'm starting to finally, like, it's starting to, like, click for me. Nice. I'm starting to understand it. So now taking this knowledge that I've learned here locally, taking it down to the valley, I'm hoping that these lessons that I've learned, you know, and I'm going to the, I'm going to the Coney Hills next weekend, and and we're, we're today's what April eight seventh seventh next weekend the fourteenth fifteenth. I'm I'm really excited to get down to Coney Hills, open up the cabin with my dad, and uh, hopefully spend a really solid day on the water. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully Jalen can make me a box before I go because <laughs> I got the flies in the car. Yeah. No, that's dope, I dude. Yeah. I mean. You know that's that's good time, bro. Like, like especially having like a you know family cabin and shit, yeah, being able to go down sure, there and sure. and you'll learn that river, you'll yeah. learn them spots, dude. And once you start killing it, oh, like, man, you know, it, it, yeah, dude, you're gonna be like, watch, you're gonna take the kids with it, you know, hey, come over here, drop this like this, just like just like Jalen be talking about, you know what I mean? Like, you're gonna be able to tie your kids down on that property because you're gonna learn it. So that's dope, dude. Fun times, man. Um, before we get on. We'll get on to some other some other stuff real quick. Um, some boxing, you know, fishing isn't the only action going on. Um, but before I do that, I want to give a shout out to my boys at Icon Sales. Visit IconFurniture.com and see all the great deals my boy Mario and his team have for you over there. If you're in the neighborhood, stop by, check them out. They're conveniently located off 74th and Federal in Westminster. Also, big shout out to Icon Boxing. May 28th, man. He told he gave me the green light, dog. All right. He gave me the green light. He said May 28th. Icon Boxing proudly brings you Cero Miedo. That means no fear. It's a 2023 show for the bouts. This would be an amazing event for fight fans of all ages. Man, Mario brings it out. He, he brings these kids out. You know, they're, he has, you know, kids from, I think, like 10 to, like, just before 18. Yeah. In, the, in their boxing. They're Golden Glove champions. Like, they're legit. Um, but he lets them do, like, custom ring walks and shit. He, got, he makes custom bouts for each division. So, um, you know, whatever division win, winner, they get them their own bout, their championship bout. So it's going to be a really dope event, man. Um, that's May 28th. Um, Post-fight interviews and commentary by your boys, though. Hey, Dom Merchant. <laughs> Dom Merchant's going to be out there. Are you going to be sipping something? Let me ask you something. Yeah, I'll kick your ass, Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's going to be a great event, though. That's uh, Cerro Miedo, May 20th. It's going to be over there. <laughs> it's going to be over that's there. Spanish, at, if you, nobody, if that's for our Spanish followers. It's, it's going to be over there at Icon Sales on 74th and, and uh, in Federal. So it's going to be a dope event, man. Uh, make sure you, you tune in to DNA. Stay, uh, stay up to date on that, and uh, we'll get it popping. So Speaking of boxing. Before there's about to be some boxing right here, son. <laughs> speaking of Yo, boxing. Speaking of boxing. Bro. And not hot boxing, Zach. I, I don't know if I want to put too much into it yet because I'm still like, is it Garcia, baby, let's go. Hey, but it's going down, right? Tim yeah. Davis, Ryan Garcia. I'm still sticking with my prediction. Fourth round knockout for Garcia. Yeah. I'm sticking Ooh, with it, bro. Let's knocking go. him out let's in go. the fourth round, hey, bro. So my heart is with him. I don't know if you guys have, pay, have paid attention to the podcast over to like the Super Bowl and, and whatnot, but this fucker right here was talking hey. about, yo, so it's going to be a close game. Fucking uh, the Kansas City's gonna pull it out 38 35. They're hey, gonna pull it out late and the comeback. Don't, don't oh, forget, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said they're gonna be down by like two touchdowns at like, halftime. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're gonna be down by like two touchdowns on halftime and they're gonna pull it out. That's uh, why he's my son's head coach dude, right there. 
This motherfucker, dude. I, I, I hit him up when it happened, bro. You're, you're oh, predicting baby. a fourth round knockout. Wow. That's, yeah, and it's going to happen. I hit this I'm not up. predicting it. Let me I'm tell you guys my I'm like, too, I'm like Vicky from the Water Boy. I love boxing. Vicky, you know? I don't think it's going to happen. It's Mama, going Vicky so. showed me her boobies and I liked them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You we all came you up boxing fans. You the Water Boy. Yo. Hey, y'all missed it. Don looked like a little leprechaun. I think we only got one blessed with that. Uh, yeah, that was tight. That was I, think, tight. I hope I got that. No, I think, you know what? I like, going I'm too. going Garcia too. You know, riding with the hand on this one. But I, as a big, I'm a diehard boxing fan, man. Tank's a dog. And Tank's a beast, He's man. He's a dog, bro. But you look at like his past few fights, man. I mean. Leo Santa Cruz was holding his own. Yeah. yeah. And I think Leo would knock out. Yeah. I mean, I think Ryan would knock Leo out. Yeah, that too. power, bro. Well, and I seen them match up like in, in their little press conferences. Ryan's a big dude, bro. Mm-hmm. This is what I told you. Utilize Jake. that jab. Utilize that jab. Yo, he's lightning fast, brother. Yeah. Look, lightning this is what fast. I told so, Dom. This is what I told Dom a couple weeks ago, right? I told him, I think Javante has a lot of shit going on in his life right yeah. now. Yeah. That's that that you know, and if he can pull through and, and win and true and and um, despite all the shit, he, he's probably going to jail after he fights this fight. Yeah, it's the mental thing. He's probably going to go do game. a bid. Right. Like literally, he just yeah. pled, he pled guilty to some shit. You know what I mean? And he's got another case pending. Mm. You know, so he may go do some time, and he's got a lot of stuff going on. He can't afford to lose then, because if you lose and then go into yo, bro, how do you? No, how do you get paid either so, way? Someone's gonna he's getting paid either hey, way, bro. But he, he ain't is. Going to I'm saying he's, he's but how fresh you, fish on the on the line, oh, bro. He'll knock a motherfucker out in prison. You think so? The, he, he might get. He might let get, Damon. You are not a boy no more, Damon. But listen though. <laughs> but listen though. <laughs> I, I just wonder. I just wonder if that's too much for Javante to overcome, especially against a fighter to of Ryan's caliber. Garcia's I'm caliber. excited for either way. What do you guys have? Where are you guys gonna watch a fight at? I don't know. What are you guys doing? Shit, my boy AJ's having it over here at the shop. Everyone's invited. Poker party. <laughs> hey, hey, if it don't go down here, I'll think about doing it on the back porch. I have a stuff. I have a track meet that day, so you didn't fucking track meet. Well, that's all the day invite, events. fellas. So maybe, maybe I'll I come over here, though. You have it in Listen here? to this podcast. <laughs> hey, I'll hey, hey. $10,000. Hey. Wake up Sunday morning. Hey. Hey. Right before my daughter's hey. kitchen. This shit ain't, hey. Hey, this shit ain't even in there, bro. Don't even worry about it. Hey, don't even worry about it. I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. No, nah, I'll cut it out. I'll bleep it. Cut I'll it fuck out. Hey, I'll, hey. Cut it out. Look at it. Uncle, jo- Uncle Joey over here. Hey. <laughs> How do listen, you guys know the Uncle Joey? Y'all, come on, don't sit as much in Full House as I did. Hiya. Listen, full I don't, house. I, don't want to I watch Fuller House, bro. I got kids. I don't want to shit. <laughs> what are you talking about? He said, I don't want to my horn. Okay. I heard you earlier making the comments about Al working the keys over yeah, here. Yeah, you know yeah Stevie yeah. Wonder. I don't want to toot my own horn, but man, I can add some editing into this motherfucker's bleep and shit. Let it roll. You know. Let the good times roll. We know you can, though. We know we can. We know we can. I'm the master. Good times yeah. roll. He tried to edit out my Super Bowl prediction because he was salty, but this motherfucker. I text him was like, "Dude, did you That's place a bet on that?" Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Is he whispering to eight into? They got a secret code together. Can't even hear. He's whispering sweet nothings into your ear. So, hey, what about Jalen? The that was time. That was. <laughs> I thought you were from Pueblo, Colorado with that one. <laughs> hey, hey, and Slopper. Oh, my God. 
So what about these other fights coming up though, y'all? Slopper. Hold on, hold on. We're not just gonna pass up the slopper. Oh no, we pass it up the oh, slopper. Do you know? Do you know what the slopper is, my bro? Is that a haircut? Please tell me. Is that one of the haircuts on the menu? Oh, yes. or you got family. Yes. You should know what the slopper Absolutely. is. Is that one of the, the haircuts on the menu? No. Do you know what the slopper is, Al? Nah, go ahead. Jay, do you know what the slopper is? Nah, go ahead. H, I'll let you take care of this. Go ahead, H. Tell what the slopper is. <laughs> it was so, the last time you had a slopper, H. The top two restaurants in Pueblo, Colorado, and none of the Sunset Inn, of course, Tavern. <laughs> this restaurants are known for a it's almost like our Mexican hamburgers a little similar to that, but it's actually a bun so it's a cheeseburger okay it's like patty, a burger you know bun but smothered in their chili so for years That's the like, sunset and Coors Tavern had went toe to toe and I know this because I have people from Pueblo and I went down there had to try it I st- I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the Nutty Burger from Lucero's tops them. Oh, yeah? Yes. Bro. I mean, well, it's a classic. It's Denver, if it's the same shit and it's Denver versus bro, Pueblo, absolutely. <laughs> if you haven't had the Nutty Burger, burger if you haven't had the Nutty <laughs> Burger, minus the mustard. Yeah, Some people like the mustard. No, I do. It's delicious. With no. the ketchup mustard? Minus oh, the mustard. Try it without the ketchup mustard. Oh, no. With the ketchup and mustard, bro. It ruins it. No. I've had it both ways. No, Oh. Have you had the side of potatoes? Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, with you, so that's what the slopper Whoa. is. That's why I call it a slopper. The AKA yeah. Pueblo. And it's a Pueblo hey, thing. Pueblo. 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 Shout out Pueblito. Shout out all my homies from Pueblo. Shout out Don. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out Amir. Shout out, out like, the State Fair. We fucking yeah. love it down there. Yeah, I, 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 Pueblo goes hard. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but you got the hey, Arkansas River there. Listen, you do got that's the best thing about Pueblo. CSU Pueblo. Okay. CSU Pueblo is mean, cool too. Of course, too. I fish the Arkansas Cajun. Tailwater. Oh, listen to this one. I mean, I, I fish the Arkansas Tailwater, but you know, uh, lately I don't like going down there because uh, next, you know, you're just fishing, mind your own business. Then a bum pop out of the woods Yo, trying to like, fat. you know, trying to grab my net off my back. Like, he, I, he I, I can get fish with that, and I'm just like, brother. Like, you know, when I go out there, I'm trying to just fish and not be scared. What about the Arkansas River near Salida? Shout out to Mike Hancock, my other buddy. I met here at the barbershop, actually taking me on a raft trip soon. This is just connections. Yeah, this is just like the homies I met from barbering and shit from the opening of the shop. But he just bought some property in Salida at the... uh, and his property sits on the Arkansas. So I know the fishing is a little different than oh. the city in Pueblo. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't give me, don't even get it twisted. You can go down to Pueblo and catch some nice fish. Like, there is very nice fish from... Some good carp. Oh. You just got to consider... I mean, there's good trout down in the city. I mean, the, that tailwater is not far from downtown at all. So those trout definitely make it down there, too. So... I mean, you can't get it twisted. Fishing up near the dam, too, you know, you can always catch some nice fish. But, I mean, when you, um, if here's the thing, is like when you ask me, what's what's trout fishing, you know? Take me to the mountains. I want to be surrounded. Other than yeah. that, even, Scenery. you know, no matter what, you can go to Reno, Nevada and catch fish right through the city. Yeah. You know, it don't matter, yeah. you know? But, um, you know, if you ask me where I want to catch a, a beautiful fish is just, to me, in this natural environment. I mean, I get it. Fish, they, they survive anywhere. In any place, but um, just what fly fishing is to me, that's going to be a mountain setting, no matter what I'm catching. Hey, question for you fellas that are fishermen. How many other states have you fished in, and, and is there any other state that is better or compares to Colorado? Like, so, good question. I, I've only fished. I'm Colorado. I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, me, I'm a, I'm a hometown boy, Colorado. I love Colorado fishing. 
Um, but I fish in New Mexico, you know, and I've also fished Wyoming. Yeah. I, we, I, I fish in Wyoming and uh, Wheatland, Wheatland number three. Yep, I Wheatland's caught a, a good beautiful spot. rainbow there. Wheatland's interesting, though, because it's only, I think, at the, I mean, some of the deepest parts of that lake were like 15 feet. Yeah. It was kind of like Ontario here. Uh, Wheatlands are great, but the only thing about Wyoming is so windy. Yeah, and no matter what time of year you go, yeah. I, one thing I do want to do is I want I'd like to fish Glendo. I'd like to fish Miracle Mile. Miracle um, Mile, though. Like I said I, I fish uh, Jay, at Great Reef. Any, yeah, Great Reef. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean I've I've fished quite a few places in Wyoming, and uh, to be honest, I've probably fished more places in Wyoming from boat than I have uh, from like foot walk waiting. But I mean, I've been to some places in Wyoming. There's just no people. Yeah. So I've yeah. been to places. That's what know, I enjoy about that uh, motherfucker, man. I mean, there was a time me, my dad, my other friend Jay and Stuart, you know, we're just driving up near uh, Laramie. We're just driving on a dirt road. You know, I'm not going to even speak on the river, really, because everyone would be able to find it. Yeah. But, um, you know, we just pull over and we're just like, you can't even tell if it's public or private. Nobody's got it posted. But like, so we're like, well, we're going to park here and start fishing, you know? Uh, like first three casts, I couldn't believe what came in. You know, we were just looking at these fish, like, you know, what's going on this time of year, and why did these, you know, fish make it this far in this yeah. creek? You know, doing some research, we figured out where they came from. But you know, we, we were catching a mix of uh, rainbows and walleyes. There's some fucking hogs in Wyoming. You know, and a nice size. You know, and yeah. like, you know, when you're There's reeling in a fish and it's fighting different, and next thing you know, you're just sitting across the plains of Wyoming. You know, in between two farmers' piece of land where there's a little bit of public, and next thing you know, you're like, man, yeah, there's some, got, there's some hogs and, and, and rainbows, and, and it, it's just. Crazy. And you said it earlier. There's nobody fucking out there. No. So like all these all these waters don't get stressed out. Like out here, it's hard, dude, because like there's especially locally. If you want to take a kid somewhere fishing locally, it's like you got to drive a little bit if you're going to like the lake and shit. Because there's so many people that stress it out. You can go up there, dude. You can find a lake out in the middle of nowhere, a river out in the middle of nowhere, and fucking no one's around, dude. And you can just get some good fishing in. You know what I mean? Adventures there, bro. You know, you could be there by yourself, bro. Fucking AJ pull up with all his kids. Fucking show up five feet away from you. Fucking throwing rocks in the water. <laughs> crossing your line and shit. Barbecuing and shit, bro. You know, you got there at 4 a.m. to hold the spot down, bro. And fucking, Rude. you know. You know, and I'm going to, he, he, you know, talking about out of state. And this is my goal. This is my goal. I'm, gonna t- I'm just going to talk to Jalen about this because I, I know he has some insight on this place Montana. too. But And they say it's a shit show, but I don't care. I still want to go. The San Juan River that flows out of Navajo in New Mexico is home to like some of the world's biggest fish trout. And so my, one of my goals this summer is, is to hit the San Juan. And that's something that I've never done. But if, if for fly fishermen and fishermen in general, they know that the San Juan produces massive trout. So, Jay, I don't know if you've fish the San Juan before you want to have give me a little insight on that yeah well personally uh, I've never fished the uh, San Juan myself and obviously I've done my research looked up at the photos I got friends that are guides down there that you know obviously I see that what they're doing every single day mm. and they're just destroying fish you know Fuck yeah. you know um, I got one of my friends down there his name's uh, James but you know I gave him a nickname I call him King Doubles Cause every time you look at this dude, he's doubled up. Both of his nice. people always got two fish on the line. So in the summer, you know, in the morning, I just say, "Yo, good morning. Let's go ahead and see them doubles, King." Cause you know, if you got people hooked up on doubles, you know, yeah. we're good. So yeah, they got fish. For sure, uh, they're swimming in the water. You know, 
sure. presentation. It looks like they're going to hit. But, I mean, I definitely want to make it down there. It's uh, I want to float it. I want to walk weight it. You know, they say the way to go is uh, floating it. So that's obviously the way I'll fish it um, with my friends and everything. But, you know, of course, just being, like, natural. Obviously going to pull over to a riffle and want to do some exploring by foot. Shout out to hey. the San Juan Worm. <laughs> I got a question. Have you you mentioned something about private property? Have you ever got caught slipping fishing on private property? Let's hear the story. I Fuck know somebody has. Shot, hey, but no, no, I haven't. I just not, respect I mean, really, the lines. Yeah, uh, this. I mean, this day and age, it's just all about like, you know. There used to be excuses, kind of like, oh, I didn't see that sign. And if somebody hasn't got their stuff marked properly, and you're up on their stuff, like you know, whatever, you yeah. know. They might be chilling, they might not be, but, you know, uh, I mean, you know, people got fences, people got signs, they got fences across the water. I mean, we got apps these days, you know. Yeah. But, Yo, I mean. Motherfuckers exercise that Second Amendment. That's why I wouldn't even try it. No, no, they, they're crazy out there. Especially you know, out the country. That feel different behind the fences. I never did it before, uh, though. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. There's, like, uh, I know people that are, like, a part of, like, private yeah. fishing clubs and shit, and they go out there and catch, like, big-ass walleye, big, you know, they keep big fish in the in the waters, like, lakes and shit. Right. Um, but, no, I, don't, I, I avoid, like, I avoid messing with other people's shit, bro. Like, you know, I don't want there to be a misunderstanding. I'm just trying to catch some fish, trying to chill, you know what yeah. I mean? Like One of the biggest things about, like, uh, you know, just kind of, like, man shit, like, golf, fishing, uh, is, like, Integrity, bro. Yeah, you respect. Know I mean? yeah. Poker, bro. Like integrity in the game, and like uh, that's oh one of the God. things that go that goes far with with all of those. Yeah. No, I agree. You know? Like, I, I mean, it's game. You know, it's it's just respect, bro. Like, you know, you respect the land. You know, you, you don't leave trash behind and shit. And it's like you don't you don't disrespect people's property and shit. And also, I mean. Now what's cool is you go knock on somebody's door and be like, "Yo, can I fish right there?" Yeah. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, my aunt used to have part of. Uh, so you familiar with the Grand Mesa? Yeah. Uh, so, so she used to have some, uh, some some creeks that were coming off there, flowing through her backyard. Dude, we used to go out there and just catch so much trout. Yeah. And you know, but it was like one of those things where if you're walking through neighbor shit, like, well, hey, it's yeah. cool from fishing right here. So you know? it's funny, like my, you know, and littering. That's been a big thing too. A lot yeah. of towns come to Colorado and just throw all this shit everywhere. You yeah. Know, yeah. Well, a lot of As a kid, when I was growing up, like Colorado, like, 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 like you would just be, yeah, it's it's just people, it's just slack people in general. Yeah, no, no, no. So check this out. So my dad, like growing up, you couldn't, you couldn't litter in the city, whatever. We we couldn't litter anywhere, but going to the mountains, like it was extra regulated by my dad. Yeah. So one time, like I swear, bro, this is crazy. My cousins can vouch for this. We were kids, man. I was little. My you know my cousins were a little older than me at the time. I mean, this had to be in mid nineties. They were going. My dad used to take us to Gross Reservoir, which was yep. you know, just get up, you know, get up, go go to Gross, have a good day, whatever. Take the boys fishing, grasshopper. And One a, of my cousins, like I think, on the way back, rolled his window down and threw like a like a soda can, and like a lunch bag, out the window. Yeah. Next thing you know, here, <laughs> my dad slams on the brakes on that highway, looks back, says, "What are you?" You know, cusses the kid out, whatever. Reverses, makes the kid get out, pick up his trash, right? Put it back in the whip, right? And we're taking it with us. That's part of the game. So like, bro. it was messed up. Like you probably wouldn't do that nowadays, you know. Fucked up. But like, hell yeah, you would. You know, <laughs> you know, some things we get away with now. Though then we don't get away with now. But like, on some real shit, man. Like, 
No, you, man. I mean, you got to take care of the Colorado, man. You got to take care of nature, bro. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? I mean where, where, regardless of where you're at, you got to take it's, – it's part of – Like fishing with Elote. Well, it's the – Trout can't di- digest corn. Is that true? Yeah, that's that's why – I why can, why can barely go. digest corn. Only he But no, like going back to that, though, like it's a part of like – I don't know, the essence of fishing, bro. It's a part of the essence of angling and camping. Like – like anything that you're getting into with nature, bro. Like you can't be trashing nature because you're gonna be pulling back from that, bro. Let me ask you guys a little for fishermen. This gets a little touchy here. What do you guys feel about catch and release versus keeping your bag? What do you guys do? You guys still keep trout? Um, I what does I, everybody do? I so because you eat them. Who eats them? I eat them on occasion. I'm not, I'm not a big trout fan, but what I do do is like what I do do. Uh, what I do is I, I like uh, catfish. I like catfish. Yeah, see, <laughs> like with trout though, it's like I'll call like I'll call my my. Like my wife's, you know, parents or whatever, and be like, "Hey, you guys want some fish? If I catch them, right? And then I'll keep them if that's the case." But you I don't April Fool. Hey. So I didn't catch anything. <laughs> I missed all my bites. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> but but my thing is with it though, bro. Is like if it's if I'm gonna keep it, it's got to be worth keeping. But there's also a line where it where if it's a if it's a massive fish, this fish has lived here this long and like made it through. That fish earned its right to fucking live in that water and not be kept, right? So it's kind of like. Like what trout do, like I was telling you, I was throwing them twenty inches back over there at Gray Reef, yeah. right? Like fucking, they weren't worth keeping. Like right. in my mind, they had room to grow, right? They had time to grow, and I, but the, but the five pounder I caught, and the five pounder my brother, my father in law caught, you can't, yeah, because you know it was like right. I think if there wasn't a, a, if it was like a ten pounder and a big massive trout, it, that thing's earned its right to live there. I'm not gonna keep it. But that Speaking one was like, of that shit's gonna look good on the grill. You got that pink pink meat. Yeah. Yo, little butter, little garlic salt. Yo, speaking about 10 pounders, uh, uh fucking one time. Yeah, hold on. What story is this? Hold on. Here we go. Hold on. Grande? Hold on. All right. First and foremost, I got me a 44 inch, 25 pounder hanging above my. You know what I mean? I That's at the crib. But before where, that, where hold on. That from? We're talking about 10-pounders <laughs> right now. 10-pounders. My boy AJ here. Shout out to my boy AJ with fucking uh, a, uh, AJ's oh. cutthroat <laughs> barbers <laughs> and anglers. Hold on. Uh, Yo, one time, uh, one time. This is a real story, wow. okay? We went up to Georgetown, bro. Georgetown, just me and him. Georgetown just hits. How to come and hit him from the little. <laughs> how to come and hit him from the little side. Man, this and is a real uh, story. Real story. Fish I've ever caught out of Georgetown. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, so hold on. Jesus. On. Yeah. <laughs> First and foremost, I was out there working it, right? Is it worth it? Of course. Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> 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 Tell me Georgetown. Oh, I am. I am. This would be that one thing that nobody could understand. That's like the that's like the end of the hey, that's like the end of the cops theme song, bro. <laughs> okay. Long story short, long story short. Oh, I'm out there throwing God. my little lure out there, right? Just fucking finessing them. Finally mm, got him. Fish okay. on. Fish on. Fight fight the little fucker for about two minutes. Monster. AJ, grab the net. Nope. Motherfucker got off all of a sudden. This way, AJ's of course throwing right where I where I like caught him, right? Like pretty much crossing my line. And he got off. This fucking thing hit his. He was gonna supposed to go back and hit mine again, but he got off, was supposed to hit it. Uh-uh. Saw AJ's little lure right next to it, hit it. This who caught the 10 pounder. Well, and I was I, I fought him for, for two you. minutes. Hey, good for you. Hold on, hold on. Georgetown on a cast master. But speaking Dude. about 10 pounders. 
What happened to that 10 pounder? He sat in my freezer for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so listen. Hey. Dog, it was a 10 pound stock. <laughs> hey. I mean, it was huge. It was fucking so huge. Massive, bro. Bro. So it was massive. massive you were talking bro. about ice off earlier, you know right? What, yes. You know and that's I'm why sorry. I like, I love Georgetown. Yeah. That's when to go at ice off. Because you take a cast master, like you're talking about, right? Right at ice off. And you fucking toss that shit. Sometimes, like, you know, there's still ice floating around out there, and that shit will land on there. And you yep. bring it down, and once exactly. that shit hits the water, bro, right. fucking... I've caught so many nice, like, 18-inch browns out of fucking Georgetown. Yeah, just, yeah dude. Like, that's... Yeah, that fish was actually unbelievably surprising how big it was, bro. That was probably the biggest was, fish in Georgetown. Like, in my freezer for that long. I, mean, I know. Like three months. We grilled it. <laughs> you did. You ain't got to lie now. Stop, bro. You ain't got to lie. I'm did. sure you grilled it. They, you don't grilled, remember? It's cool. He grilled that shit. It has some frostbite You've grown past it now, bro. Now you would have let it go. I know you would have let it go now. Yeah. After the... I know back then, fuck though. That fucking thing was thrown on a stringer, fucking flopping on the fucking shore for about two hours, dog. Fucking thrown in the same spot over and over again. I'm pretty sure I was trying to hook it a couple times on my way in with my with the casty. Oh my god. He swears by that story that he had it first. You know I did. Jumped off mine. You and jumped off yours and then jumped. So is that like Eskimo you brothers know efficient? You did. You know, I was mad at him for trying to cross my line while I was fighting a monster. Yeah. The little fucker jumped off and fucking got on his. Netted it. <laughs> I mean, if he netted hey, it. Uh, like I said, bro. I don't even want to tell anybody about the secret games. spot, but it's right there at that first one. I don't want to tell you about the secret little, spot, but little it's right here. dock right there, the first one to the left. <laughs> Right there next to all the little Cheetos that are on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> little munchkins. Oh, uh, so Jay. I mean, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Uh, on that What's note, going on? On that note, I think we need a little hear a little more about Jalen. Jalen. <laughs> so Jalen. <laughs> These motherfuckers going on. <laughs> uh, so Jay, he, he said, "Munch kids." <laughs> These motherfuckers are really dying like over here. For fucking Fat Albert, you looking like Chong over here. I can't see. I'm blind. What the fuck's a munchkin? Like, oh my like, god! Dude, you don't know what a munchkin is, bro? Munchkin, like. <laughs> Like, that's a if you're a munchkin, you're probably like under four years old. Little munchkins running around. Yeah. Did you ever seen Wizard of Oz, yeah, motherfucker? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, you're killing me. So Jalen. Oh, it's going. Nothing gets cut. The only thing that's getting cut is we were saying we're gonna bleep out earlier what I forgot what it was, but we're gonna bleep it out. Yeah, dude. I mean, fucking. So let's not keep the conversation in the freezer like that fish, right? Yeah. Jalen, um, tell me about what you do, man. I know you, we, we kind of dived into it a little bit, but, like, what do you do? Where do you do it, man? And how can people hook up with you so that they can actually get out there, get on the river, hook into some fish, and maybe become, you know, avid fly fishermen or women? Right, yeah. So I'm a full-time fly fishing guide at 5280 Anglers. It's a primary online uh booking service just for fly fishing you know it doesn't have a storefront or anything um nice. mainly in the summer you know uh 
one of the best properties we have to do is uh, Boxwood Gulch Ranch. You know, um, other than that, we have all kinds of different options. You know, we have um, public and private. You know, we've got Boxwood, Longmeadow, Rolling J Ranch, Abel. Uh, we've got Abel Ranch. Um, you know, we go the Colorado River, Eagle River. You know, there's also uh, private properties located within Rocky Mountain Angling Club. You know, but if people want to go on, uh, you know, private water, you just got to, you know, call 5280 Anglers, request me. And just depending on uh, what time of year it is and depending on, uh, you know, where the water is flowing, you know, the people will point you in the right direction of, you know, where we're going to go. Or if you talk to me directly and ask me, hey, you know, what time of year I want to go catch this, you know, I can, you know, schedule your booking around that time. So I imagine you do a lot of scouting, a lot of behind-the-scenes work throughout the year to kind of figure out, you know, where's the best place to go, where they're catching them at, what, you know, what are they using, what are they biting on, what color schemes, et cetera. I mean, I imagine you do a lot of, of, of scouting and work behind the scenes. Right. I mean, I'm always striving. Like, every year I'm always looking to find new uh, spots, new fish, new species, uh, a bigger fish of that species. But, you know... Uh, with these uh, rivers that I've guided, I've guided these rivers coming up on, you know, four years now. So I've pretty much got those dialed. You know, there's always new bugs I can tie that uh, uh, are going to catch fish. But it really depends on just water flows, you know, and what's going on with the weather outside. You know, things that um, we can't control that really depend on the fishing. You know, I can go to Decker's one day and it can be fishing at 170 CFS. You know, yeah. Denver water might turn that thing down to 60 CFS the next day and... You know, you can still catch fish. It's just a little tougher. Yeah. And, uh, you know, find a different plan sometimes. That's dope, man. How long you been, how long you been guiding? Like, uh, this is going to be my fourth year guiding. Nice. Okay. And you just, uh, you stick around here. Have you guided elsewhere? Like, do you got, you know, you take a trip with AJ out, out there? Do you know anything that, you know, you, I guess, I guess your territory is not just, you know, this circumference of Colorado. Are you good elsewhere? And, no, I mean, all my guiding that I do is just stays in uh, Colorado. Yeah, I, I okay. mean, I travel around to uh, fish on my personal time. Yeah. You know, I go to California, stuff. New York. But, but that's Montana, day in, day out fishing? Utah. Day Say in, day out fishing? Like day in, day out, like every day fishing pretty much? I mean, uh, most of the time. Like when it comes down to fly fishing season, I try to go as many days as I can. I still got other things I got to take care of. But, you know, uh, let's see. Today's Friday, you know. I think I hit the river Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then I'll give it a break Saturday. It's Easter Sunday, you know. Yeah. Let's go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Um, how can people get a hold of you? They want to. They want to book your services. They want to call, find out more. You know, Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you got. Right, so if you're them? looking to Only find fans. me. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, call, we, we call it only fish. Only fish, yeah, exactly. Only fish. But, you know, on Facebook, you can just look it up. Jalen Witt, if you're trying to find me on Instagram, it's nymphing underscore 5280. And then, you know, if you're just trying to find me through uh, 5280 Angler, you can find me on their website. I have a bio on there as well. And uh, if, you know, you're looking to... Uh, Talk to me. You can always message me on any platform for my number. I'll give it to you, and we can talk in person. Nice. And uh, 
You can also call 5280 Angler and request me at any time, and uh, they'll always point you in the right direction when booking through me as well. And if you book a trip through 5280 Angler, they're just a booking service. So once you book the trip, you know, they put you in contact with me. You know, we can kind of see what area you want to go to or what our different options are for that time of year. Okay. No, I mean, it's dope when I talked to you the other day, man. Like, um, you know, I first met you over here with AJ. AJ having this freaking cool-ass kind of exclusive um, fly fishing uh, class here at the shop. And, you know, we call flies and cuts. And it was dope, man. So I jumped on it, came, and and got to meet you and got to hear just a little bit. I said, I've never fly fished. So I'm, I'm like, all this stuff's, like, new to me, and I'm learning. But um, just, you know, hearing 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 what you do, man, and, and how successful you've been doing it, your videos that you were sharing and whatnot, man, like, uh, it's exciting to uh, to get to meet you, bro. And I'm excited for, for any future trips possibly coming up in the works, you know. And um, I, I, was, I would recommend everybody, man. Like, I'm, I was talking to my boy at work, and, you know, about going on, like, a, on like a, a private trip or whatever and learning, you know, how to fly fish or how to do this and that. And I think it's beneficial, man, because where else are you going to learn better than in the environment? Like, we can have a class here learning how to tie knots and whatnot, but if you ate on that river when your hands are a little bit cold trying to tie that knot, it's a little bit different, man. So, you know, t- uh, experience is the best teacher, you know, getting out on that river and understanding what the elements are and kind of knowing what a fly fisherman deals with. It's not just tying a little line and flicking it out there. It's understanding what the fish are eating at, under- understanding what they're, what they're eating, and knowing how to, you know, maneuver your body to get to them, like you were talking about earlier, just shifting your body, like, you know, a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right. So um, it's more than just, you know, a jerk on one end waiting for a jerk on another. It's, it's, it's fucking, you like that, huh? It's like huh. before the show, I think I'm still muted, maybe. No, you're good, bro. Oh, yeah, I was like before I mean, the show. And everybody's probably seen the movie A River Runs Through It, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, for a fly fishing guy, that's probably the worst movie you ever made. Yeah. You know, that whole Indiana Jones fly cast way back behind him. Like, there's a time and place for that. And it's just not Colorado in most places. Like, maybe if you're on a boat, you know, fishing to lower Colorado or something. But, you know, uh, if I'm going to take you out and we're fishing river or tight creeks, you know, you're going to do all that Indiana uh, Jones jazz. You're going to be Indiana Jones and in the tree, <laughs> you know. See, I wouldn't be that bold, bro. I'm probably like just a flicking, a flicking pop kind of dude right now, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a little intimidated by fucking. I get that shit in the tree. I know it. Yeah. I know I'm gonna get. Some I mean, shit it happens tree. every day. To the best, I mean, to the best thing, you get excited on a set. You rip it. It goes through the tree. You know, especially you're fishing dries. You go for a set. Bam! It noses your fly. Boom! It, it hits behind you in the tree, or you know whatever. You're finding a fish to the side. You know you pop it over to the right to try to find it the other way. It pops and. Too much pressure puts it into the bushes. I mean, I've hit my friends. I've hit, you know, my dog, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, you always got to wear sunglasses. I don't, you know, it, that's just another tip right there just to throw in there randomly. Always have glasses sunglasses on. PPP. You know, if you uh, look on anywhere and you ever find me in a picture or anything without some, uh, you know, sunglasses on, you know, uh, let me know. Or if they're at least not on my head because, like, you just got to be fishing with glasses that's on. That's why I stay with my Urkels. Yeah, and sometimes when I'm tying and stuff, they do come off. So you just gotta be watch where you're tying and stuff, because so sometimes you know I, yeah. I I pop them up, pop them back down. But you know, I mean, uh, glasses all the time. Got them Gucci's out. They there. let you see the fish uh, easier. Anyone that says that, oh man, I I can see more fish without the glasses on than I can on. Yeah. Like 
You got the wrong glasses because sure. that's just the way it is. Zach, you said you got that with the He's Gucci's. Yeezy on the on motherfucker. The, I got, got them polarized Gucci's out there on the reels, bro. Huh? You got them chubby's Gucci's, the fake ones they used to sell outside of chubby's, bro. The Gucci's. Hey, bust them out. He's out there with the Gucci's, nuts. Got these at chubby's when I was getting my Mexican Some hamburger in Denver, bud. You think that fucking from the river runs through? It's big. <laughs> what are you doing? Jerking off free willy, bro? What the fuck? Fucking 40-yard bangers. 40-yard bangers? <laughs> Is that the, the name of your last porn? <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a porn star with the glasses on, boy. Nah, but honestly, polarized glasses so you can yeah, absolutely. No, see my, through the water is important. That's one thing Pops told me when I was young, man. He's like, I wear these glasses not to look cool, but to catch fish. Mm. Shut up, Pops. But he catch fish, you know. Yeah. Get out there tossing lure, you can see where they're at. Too bad you didn't learn nothing. You know? <laughs> I mean, am I going to be sad? Oh, no, keep, it'll come. Oh, it'll come, bro. I mean... It'll come. You'll be all right. I ain't have keep, to, keep throwing it out there. I ain't have to cheat and throw a worm on a fly to catch a fish hey, either. Bro. But, you know. No, that's not cheating. Know, that's not cheating. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, bro. Hey. If you're not cheating, you are not trying. This man's the New England Patriots are fucking fishing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of that. You What's ever, the New England Patriots? Zach, oh, not, okay. not no. in success, but in, in like, fucking cheating. <laughs> no, like, you know how they deflated the balls? Or they, like, uh, or they film the practices. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I him. inflate the worms. Who's the quarterback? <laughs> he does something else with the balls. <laughs> who, who's, the, who's the quarterback that carried them forever? And then they, he went to the, where, the Buccaneers? Yeah. And then they still nothing, right? Oh, he won a Super Bowl. Oh, did he? That's his family. Oh. Made a movie. You know the uh, 80s, for 80s, 80s for Brady's, he, oh he produced God. that. You have know you the seen, nickname we gave the Buccaneers when I was a kid? Has anyone seen his new piece? Oh, she's like, like 26 up. years old, 24 years old. we're about to bring up the game. Don't bring it up. <laughs> we don't want to hear about that Buccaneers game. Which one? Nah, no. Nah. The, the, no. the Raiders? No, no, it's just a game. It's just, well, oh. no, when I was younger, we had a nickname for the Buccaneers. Oh. What was it? The Fuckaneers. The Fuckaneers. <laughs> the Fuckaneers. Next time. It's we used like, to call them the Suckaneers because you know, they the were horrible. The Fuckaneers are on TV and it's just like, oh, here we go. Well, hey, I, we don't got a mailbag question, but I got one. What's up? What's the best throwback uniform in the NFL? Pick right now. Best throwback uniform in the yeah, NFL? Or just best uniform, period. I guess you could take yeah, whatever. You could use a color Cincy. rush right now. Where's Cincy? Fucking 1643. <laughs> 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 Who was that team that wore that nasty throwback jersey that had like the. Uh, it's probably the nasty Broncos. It was like all brown and yellow. Don't yeah, know. that was the Broncos. Nasty ass Broncos. They had that nasty yeah, throw. They got yeah. one of the best throwbacks. And I'm not even saying that just because I'm a Broncos fan. They got one of the best throwbacks with the uh, blue and orange. That pops, right? But then, you know, when you come out with that uh, brown, with that, like, donkey-looking thing with legs on your helmet, get out now. That Tampa Bay throwback was pretty hard, yeah. too, though. Cream schools? Yeah. The yeah. Tampa Bay one was uh-huh. dope, but the Houston Oilers oh, oh, that, that warm moon one, yeah. boy, that shit was a clean. I one. used to have that warm moon. One. The baby so blue the Chargers Eagles. are dope. Eagles yeah, Eagles Chargers, are but dope. they kind of went back to that now though. They do use like, it a lot now, but yeah, I remember throwback. they first busted it out. And it's like the you know what color rush is sick is the Bengals all white color rush. That doesn't on. Vancouver have a team that does the pretty cool colors? The basketball team? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'd have to check it out. I don't think they have a team. Vancouver? Vancouver. Basketball? Yeah. I think it's just hockey. The East Bitty Grizzlies. Moved to Memphis. 
Oh, that's what I'm Memphis talking about. That's what Memphis. Yeah, well, back when they were the uh, uh, they, in they, Vancouver, that that's when I had yeah. a cool hat back then. Yeah, dude, I left it at a girl's house. That's gone. Them old hats used to have some nice ass color schemes. You see them now a little bit. That's a, I'm a sucker for a good color scheme on a hat. Yeah. All right, I got a mailbag question for y'all. All right. Tell me a fish story. Tell me your greatest catch and what it was like catching that. Shit, one time. There was this. We ain't talking about your syphilis. There was this Spanish speaking chick, right? <laughs> just spoke pure Spanish, and I don't know a lick of Spanish. But I pulled that fish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mommy. ¿Qué pasó? Ay, caramba. Okay, now you guys can get to your, you guys can get to your fish stories. <laughs> Fuck, we ain't gonna top that one. Was a cut, ain't no gonna top that one. God damn, you win. Fuck. Mark Simpson, I caramba. Next question. Go ahead, Doc. What's your favorite uh, you fish story of all time, man? Oh, I've I've had some good ones, bro. But you know, honestly, it's probably being in Cancun and. Not even me, but my son catching a barracuda while mm. we're, you know, out there in the ocean. And just him seeing that excitement is probably my number ice one. Ice is a beast. Barracuda. Yeah, you know, he's, he's had his chance on some big ones and he gets it, bro. He does. But he gets a, he's a little more impatient than, than you would think. But, he, mm. but, yeah, man, what about yours, brother? You know, man. I've had some great experiences. You guys know, a lot of you guys don't know me and Zach have been fishing together for shit, almost 20 years, I would say, bro. But At least. <laughs> yeah, what do you call your, your little club? The Big Mouth Brown Shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out Sass, Abel, a lot of you know the cats we've been ice fishing with. Timmy, Mark, you know, Chad. I think just as a, <clears throat> a fisherman, I'm 36 now. I've been fishing my whole life. But, like, my greatest experience as a fisherman and, like, all, you know, all the cool shit I'm doing with the barbershop, <clears throat> fly fishing, but was probably just as a kid when my dad would tell me we were going fishing. I'm a surprise trip. I'm like, what? Oh, damn. I get to miss school tomorrow. Sometimes, you know, those days you got to miss school. You wouldn't sleep. Yeah. You'd wake up at three. You would just, sometimes you wouldn't sleep. And, you know, my dad's early bird, so we get, you know, get on the water. We get on the, in, in the car early. Those are like my fondest memories as a fisherman because I don't think I would have been, I don't think I'd be, I wouldn't be the fisherman I am today if it wasn't for my pops and kind of instilling those. And my dad was never a fly fisherman. You know, he's a, He's a worm and a split shot kind of guy, but um, I've been trying to get you know trying to get on trying to get my pops on a fly rod. He's like, hey, he don't have the patience for that. But um, I think my my fondest memory is is just just fondest memories are just as a kid, man, and learning how to do this. And um, now at 36, really diving deep into the fly fishing world here the last three years. I mean, I've met some incredible contacts in the last four months that I opened this barbershop. Um, I met Jalen. You know, met a couple other guys. Had the Orvis truck pull up here the other day. Nice. Um, I uh, I got to cut um, Rick Mikesell, who is a guy from Trouts. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, like I said, Mike Hancock got to meet this guy. I mean, guys all over. Actually, I'm. If, I, I think well, I, this is kind of like a little early announcement, but I think I'm going to be at Trout Fest at Coors Field. July eighth with the haircutting booth there, so we're working on that, and that's pretty much in the, in the in the you know in the books. But yeah, a lot of fond memories, man, and just you know, and hopefully I get a half a lifetime to learn and do some more. That's the goal. You got one that sticks out for you, Jalen? Yeah, you know, um, if I was gonna bring up fond memories, you know, that would be a long list, just because I've 
been fishing so many times, seen so many different eats on a rod, and, uh, you know, um, I just enjoy it all. But right now, like, my, uh, well, the reason I'm fishing right now is, you know, when I'm guiding in the summer is, especially when I get a brand new angler who's tense or, you know, who's anxious about the situation, doesn't want people watching them or anything, is they're flustered is, you know, just getting them on their first fish, you know, talking them through it, getting them on a little roll cast, nothing too crazy, flipping in here, set here. Let that fish run. Let's put it in the net, you know, and then seeing somebody light up because, you know, sometimes you get to the water and it happens quick, you know. You teach somebody, you put a fish in the net, you know. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, people are fighting fish. People are learning how to fight fish. People are learning what a drag is, you know. Uh, some A lot of people spin fish, you know. Yep. People are learning that hard hook set. People are learning that, like, these Fly reels are a single action reel. Like if you put your, you know, if you stop that with your, with your hand, like that stops the line and that fish is done. Like yep. on a spin rod, the biggest thing is you can sit there and crank on it all you want and have your drag set, and it's really not reeling anything. You know, yeah. ultimately you're doing nothing mm-hmm. on a fly rod. You just need to hold it there and just kind of let it chill. Because yeah. if if a uh, fish gonna pull harder than your drag, whatever, let it go. But we don't gotta get into all that. But you know. <laughs> But like I said, just getting somebody on their first fish and just watching their smile light up, you know, and it's just like other than that, you know, I, I obviously I love fishing for myself. I love, you know, dry fly fishing, fishing emergers, you know, chucking streamers when it's time. But, you know, at this point, you know, when someone hits me up and they say, yeah, I want to book a day and this person's never caught a fish on the fly rod, you know, it's a different feeling, yeah. you know. I can relate with yours, man. Like, that's like my greatest memory. Not my greatest memory, but one of my funnest trips and, and catches um i caught this uh two pound brook trout up on the mesa grand wow. Junction, and outside of grand junction um tastiest fucking trout i've ever had bro i kept that one and ate that one but it's tastiest fucking trout uh, just on a side note son right. <laughs> on a side dish it was delicious but it was a great fish but that trip what kind though, of fish was it it's a brook trout okay oh yeah brookie then. yeah pink meat it was the, the Grand Mesa has great, you know, lakes, a bunch of lakes, like 300 oh, yeah. lakes, and, you know, it's fun. But uh, I took my godson and my son up there. My godson, like, hadn't really been fishing too much, and he caught his first fish. Oh, and so, exactly. like, relate with the story you're talking about taking people out and maybe catching their first fish, like, the excitement. And, and I actually have it on my Instagram, uh, one of my Instagram posts from way back, like, fucking eight years ago. And, 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 it, and he, he's catching his first trout, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> caught a trout. And, you know, it's just the greatest freaking time for him. My son caught a fish. Like, it was a good, a good trip. And I remember those ones because it takes me back to being a kid, and I think that's the greatest thing about fishing. And I think anybody, you know, we relate it to sports, and, and in my opinion, you know, fishing is a sport. And, you know, it, it's just like anything else, dude. You know, all the best memories are made out there on the field. All the best memories are made out there on the lakes and rivers and, the, and the, with the people who we share it with. When we get out there on the football field and we play in ball together, like, that's fucking camaraderie. We got to play a couple of years together. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's just... It's one of those things, dude, like when you're out there fishing, you're connecting with not only yourself and, and the people around you, but you're also connecting with life and nature and the world around you. And it's just kind of a great reset. So I encourage folks, man, Dom, we're going to get you out there this year. Fucking, I don't, I'm down with people fucking spin casting. Next week. Yeah, here, yeah. Next week. We get it popping, and we'll figure all that out. But down. I encourage folks, man, like, hey, if you ain't never been – you know, you can go pick up a cheap, you know, spin cast pole. You can go pick up a, you know, you can find some good deals on. Um, I was looking. I've been looking. You know, before my homie hooked me up with a rod and reel, I was looking. Mm-hmm. 
but you can go find you a fly rod and find good deals. But like we we spend money on all kinds of dumb shit anyway. Like invest in yourself and buy some good because that's the the therapy you're gonna get when you're out there. All the the untold you know fees that you're racking up with going out fishing that you end up re reaping on yourself, man. It's, it's so much funner and so much good for you. So if you're out there, man, definitely go out there, get a pole, go have some fun, fucking connect with life, connect with nature. Yeah, it's only a couple thousand dollars to start up. <laughs> well, if you're trying to, if you're trying to do it like Zach, bro. Fuck, you know. If not, get you that little Tyco out there. If not, get you that little, get that little push button Tyco with the little rubber dusty out there. Two thousand dollars. I said I wish. I should have stopped at two thousand dollars. I'd be, I'd be far better off. Exactly, you know. But hey, he's, he's connecting folks with it, right? So he's like. He's putting the, you know, he, he's got a lot. If that's what but, you want to call it, I'm investing in myself. My personal time, oh my God. But how much hey. has your investment in, in, impacted other people's lives, though? And, that, and that's, 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 like, you, that's better than money, bro. You can't, you can't put that on paper. You can't stack that up. Like, He'll go to heaven because of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. For real, I hope bro, so. Bro. You know what I mean? That's that's what it is. Just get out there and go fishing, man. We're gonna we're gonna get ready to wrap this shit up, man. Like it's but been before we do, we gotta go to dnasportsdenver.com, book a session, buy some merch, check out a podcast like this one just yeah. now. We went in and everybody else, we're gonna do something a little different. Right, coach? We we normally shout everybody out, but right yeah. here we're gonna live in this moment. Yeah. Let's so do what it. I wanna do is I wanna go around the room and everybody just shout out your business, what you got going on and your socials real quick one last time so that way they can check you out. Yeah. Go ahead and start with Zach. Zach, tell us what you do, where they can find you, and all that good stuff. Yo, um, owner of Anytime Flood Restoration, we handle all of your flooded needs, um, water damage, mold, sewer backups, all that fun stuff that, you know, nobody wants to take care of, and we'll make sure it's done right. Um, also, check out the Play Harder podcast. Yeah. Other than that, thank you guys for having me on. Much love. AJ? Yo, you know, you guys know me. Some of you guys do anyway. A lot of you guys know me. AJ the Barber One, a.k.a. AJ the Chef, owner of Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, previous owner of AJ's and All-American Barbershop. But, hey, we're here doing some amazing things for the community. You know, I'm still here over 15 years at this professionally. Um, I really look forward to servicing my community and being that pillar, that barbershop. Um, here in the community for anybody that wants to come out not just anglers not just outdoorsmen but just anybody that just wants to come get a clean cut would love to have you guys but uh you know fishing is my is my hobby is my therapy is my game so i'm really looking forward to that and uh and yeah many years to come so much love all right yeah so if you're looking for to find me on the socials nymphing underscore 5280 if you're looking to book me for a fly fishing guided trip all bookings are going to be done through 5280 angler and uh as well through them before you even book you can call them get all the information you can also call me uh i'll put attach one of my uh, business cards with these guys so that all my information and my phone number is public for everybody and yeah, you we'll can be able to call me on there uh, yep page for and sure. you know uh feel free you know you don't necessarily have to book a trip if you just need information or you know just you know want information about the guided trips you know what we offer and you don't feel like you know dealing with a bunch of text messages you know but uh, at any time you can feel free to email call text and everything will be responded to and oh, yeah. uh, like i said all bookings uh private and public water will be going through 5280 angler 
Oh, yeah. Man, as always, dnasportsdenver.com. Make sure you hit it up. Yo, get some merch. If you don't want merch, just listen to what we got going on with the podcast. Um, some of the stuff we do with, with the work, with the, uh, with the training that we do, whether it's football, offense, defensive line, whatever, man. Make sure you uh, get up there on the, on the, on the page and, and see what's going on. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Dom, as hey. always, man, I appreciate you. Hey, we appreciate you that's out there listening, but tell a friend to tell a friend because we're in the presence of somebody that's always doing something. Everybody in this room got something going on, and they're doing things in the community as well, right? Jalen's helping people learn how to fish. Zach's coaching wrestling. AJ's been barbering and coaching as well on the side, you know what I mean, football for years, and we're trying to get him back out there. So we're not only just making bread, we're putting it back into the community as well. So tell a friend to tell a friend, and we out. On that note, man, we out here. Peace.